Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, May 14th, 2023, and this is day 1880 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Thank you so much, our loving Father, our Heavenly Father, our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Thank you so much, Abba Father, for loving us so much unconditional love. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to show this love one to another, even if it's not reciprocal, even if um, others don't seem to uh, show us that same kind of love. That doesn't mean that we must stop. We must show your love and your kindness and and uh, uh, joy no matter what or where. And I thank you so much for equipping us to do just that. I thank you for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, don't be afraid to say no. We're coming out of Revelation chapter 13, verses 1 through 18. Revelation 13, verses 1 through 18. And I encourage you to read the book of Revelation. Many times uh, the world has made it uh, a fearful book. And God says just the opposite. It tells us what is going to happen at the end. And you know what? The best part is it shows us that we win, right? (laughs) He says, you know, we need to uh, read his word. Uh, He says in Revelation chapter 1, verses 3, Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take it to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. So we need to make sure to read it, to hear it, and... uh, And then um, those who hear it and to take it to heart. So we believe it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he says, and who reads this out loud, these words out loud. And when we read it out loud, we hear it and, you know, even more clearly many times. So Revelation chapter 13, starting at verse 1, it says, The dragon stood on the shore of the sea. And this dragon represents Satan. And it says, and I saw a beast coming out of the sea. And that beast represented coming out of the sea represented the Antichrist, which at that time or which has been said to be a political, uh, would, would hold political power. It had 10 horns and seven heads with 10 crowns on its horns and on each head a blasphemous name. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but the head, the head, uh, feet, but had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power. And again, that Satan gave the beast his power. That lets us know Satan can give up 
power to different ones, whoever serves him. All right. So he gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. One of the heads of the beast seemed to have had a fatal wound, but the fatal wound had been healed. The whole world was filled with wonder and followed the beast. People worshiped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast. And they also worshiped the beast and asked, who is like the beast? Um, and uh, who can wage war against it? The beast was given a mouth to other proud words and blasphemous, blasphemous, and to exercise its authority for 42 months, which equals three and a half years. They can only do, remember, what God allows. Satan can only do what God allows. He has to get permission from God, uh, and God is allowing it to happen uh, for a certain amount of time. It says in verse 6, it opened its mouth to blasphemy God and to slander his name and his dwelling place and those who live in heaven. So consider yourself in good company when people talk bad about you. Look at what the enemy does talking bad about God and oh my gosh, but his demise is he will be locked up uh, in hell for eternity. All right. Verse 7 it was given power to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And it was given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast, all whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life. And that's Jesus. And so there are books that are going to be open um, in these last day, in those days uh, at the final judgment. And if your name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, then you will go to hell. And my belief is, too, that based upon my understanding of the scriptures, is that the saints, those that are believers, would have been raptured up before all of this takes place, before the tribulation period takes place, which is seven years of tribulation. And... You know, and if that is not the case, I still know God. <laughs> we know God will make a way for each and every one of us. So he says, and, and, and the goal is to share the love of Jesus so that everyone has the opportunity to know Jesus as their Savior. That's why God is waiting. He's not come back yet, but in time, any moment, it can happen. So he says, the lamb who was slain from the creation of the world. That is the lamb's book of life, representing Jesus. Whoever has ears, let them hear. If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity they will go. If anyone is to be killed with the sword, with the sword they will be killed. This calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of God's people. So there will be some that may have <clears throat> uh, that may have gotten saved after the tribulation, and God is telling them be patient, uh, endure, and be faithful. He will, um, they will be with the Lord. But the goal is to to be raptured up the first time, caught up in the air to be with the Lord the first time to accept Him now. 
Verse 11 says, Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. And that second beast represents the false prophet. And it says, It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. So it spoke like Satan. It exercised all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast, which again was the Antichrist, whose fatal wound had been healed. And it performed great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. Remember, you know, you're, these people are seeing all these things happen. Those are like miracles. Verse 14, but, but they're of Satan. <laughs> That's the thing. Verse 14 says, because of the signs it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast, it deceived the inhabitants of the earth. It ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. The second beast was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast. Now you notice this mimicking God. First of all, uh, mimicking, uh, you know, the Holy um, Spirit, God the Father, God the Son, uh, God the Holy Spirit. When you've got um, the dragon and then you've got the first beast and the second beast, the false prophet and the Antichrist representing the trilogy of God. And then you've got uh, this second beast representing how God gave us the breath of life. So they breathe, he breathed uh, life into this image, the first beast. So the image could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. It also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. So understanding this, buying and selling are um, extremely important to live and to survive. If you can't buy any food, you can't buy any water, you can't sell any of your goods to make any money to buy things, you will suffer and possibly die. So the beast, the enemy knew what to do to to make the people become um, uh, servants to him. And uh, the goal would be, you know, if if someone is in that time that knew Jesus or came to know Jesus or, you know, maybe it could have been someone because everybody, first of all, is going to have an opportunity to be saved. Okay. Before um, the the Lord returns, everybody. Uh, But there will be those that may have sat in church or may have been invited to accept Jesus and said, no, I'm not ready or no, I don't want to right now. And then this happens. The rapture takes place and then the tribulation. And then they remember, they're like, I remember. 
And I remember hearing this word and I remember studying the word sometimes and, and, and getting an understanding, but I just wasn't ready yet to accept Jesus. But now I know better. And now I'm not going to accept that be that mark of the beast, because here's the thing. Once people accept the mark of the beast, there's no reversing it. It means that you are sold out to Satan. There is no going back to the Lord after that. And it says, this calls for wisdom, verse 18. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of man, and that number is 666. Now, God's perfect number is 7. So the enemy, again, uh, he's had to go less than God in trying to be someone uh, important, but but that uh, and also having the unholy trinity everything to mimic God. And let me let me just go to my points here. So point number one, as technology advances, we need to be very aware of the subtle advancement towards accepting the mark of the beast. It starts off with making things convenient and quick. It all seems very innocent and harmless. However, it's the enemy's way of conditioning us to becoming complacent and accepting anything as long as it makes life easier. So we want to make sure that, you know, we don't fall into that trap because, you know, let's think about it. Remember when the microwave came out and many people were, a lot of my uh, older family members like, I'm not touching that thing. That's the devil, <laughs> you know, be, you know, because, yeah, they were being aware and um and and it really wasn't. It was just, you know, advancement in technology and which that advancement can be good. I mean, it's good. There are many good things that come from it. But we also need to have discernment to know what God would have us to do and accept and what he would have us to not accept. Second, during the last three and a half years, of the tribulation, the Antichrist will rise upon the scene. As we just read, people will follow up and follow and worship the Antichrist because they are in awe of his power and miracles. People will be united under his leadership. The Antichrist will control the world economy. The Antichrist will use his power to manipulate people to showcase arrogant selfishness and to promote his evil plans. We can see this happening all around us, especially in the political arena. The power given to the Antichrist, also known as the beast, will be limited by God. God will allow the Antichrist to exercise authority only for a short time. God is always in control, even while the Antichrist exemplifies his power. God is sovereign. He is in control. I hear so many people say, well, if that's the case, why would God let people, innocent children be killed or or people um, harming other innocent people and things like that? Well, here's one thing about our God. He loves us so much that he does not control our choices. He allows us to make our own choice because he wants to know, do you truly love me? If he forced us to do certain things, he wouldn't know that, you know, we would be like robots. He wouldn't know that you, that you genuinely love him. 
and put him first. So he allows people to make choices and those choices can harm others. But it's not God's fault. It's the person who chose to go that route. And and the main reason that they choose to go the route of evil is because they are serving Satan. If we're not serving God, before I got saved, I'll talk about myself. I I wasn't serving the Lord, so I was serving Satan. There is no in between. We must remain vigilant and obedient to the Lord at all times. Let me tell you something about what else is going on. Many of you are aware of this, but uh, there are states um, uh, that are making it mandatory for people to accept a chip, a microchip, to make life easier for them on the job. All they have to do, they don't need a key, so they just have to scan their hand or let their let the laser scan their eyes because they've got a microchip. So we need to be aware. Uh, Don't be afraid to say, no, I don't want that, right? Um, It is called in Indiana, it says Indiana is the latest state to prohibit employers from requiring job seekers or employees to have devices such as microchips or radio frequency identification devices, which the acronym is RFID. Uh, So identification device tags implanted into their bodies as a condition of employment. Look at when I use my phone, uh, one of the things that helps us to get conditioned to things like this is you don't need passwords anymore. It's becoming convenient. All you have to do is look at your phone and it scans your face and it lets you in. You know, things like that. Uh, Nothing wrong with it, but the key is, is to me, from my perspective, is a conditioning, getting us where we're complacent. So when that does roll out, we're like, oh yeah, no big deal. I can do that. Employers are banned from requiring device implants in Arkansas, California, Missouri, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Utah, and Wisconsin. So this I got... um, This is an article by Roy Maurer from April 27th, 2021. And so I'm trying to see resources, tools. I'm trying to see what the website was. But yeah, so anyway, understanding. So don't be afraid. Uh, It says similar proposals have been pending in the state legislatures of Iowa, Rhode Island, and Tennessee. So a lot of the states are trying to get ahead of this and and banning those microchips. I'll never forget when God told me to get off of Facebook. And so I've not been on Facebook for at least three years now. One of the reasons for me was it was consuming and there was so much stuff out there that it will it would make my head spin. It was just way too much. And here's the other thing. It was taking away my time from God. And so anything that can draw you in like that, suck you in, we need to be aware of and do like a self-check analysis. Am I going overboard here? Some of you have much better control than I did because I'd start scanning and say, I'm only going to be on here for a few minutes and I was on there for hours. 
you know, so it was like, oh my gosh, where did the time go? And now here's the other thing that the enemy has done. Someone has stolen my identity on Facebook and sending out evil messages and nasty uh, messages, sexual oriented messages to people under my name. And it is almost impossible to stop it. So I'm letting you know, if you get something from me, that's not me. You know, I I just want you to know that. And uh, I am sorry that that is happening. Uh, But we need to know that it's okay to say no. Don't be afraid to do it because God has greater things in store for you. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what it's all about, to be with the Lord for eternity. Glory to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness, along with DIY projects. We are so grateful to you for your uh, prayers, support, and your donations. Thank you so, so much. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.